What's up, Michigan? Hello. Welcome to a brand new season of State Champs, Michigan's Poolside Podcast. My name is Lauren Plant. I'm the executive producer of the State Champs Sports Network. Joining us every week as co-host of the program is the web developer for the Michigan Interscholastic Swim Coaches Association. He's also a coach at Bloomfield Hills High School. He is David Zul Kefshi. Great to see you. Did you have a great family holiday, my friend? We did. It was nice, and uh, I miss the pool deck, but it's uh, it's great to be at home with the kids, and uh, nice to be back with you and, and getting ready for boy season. Absolutely. All right. Each week, we're going to try and have a guest on the program. Today, we're being joined by a MISCA board member. He's also the head boys swim coach at Dexter High School. Just in the last decade, he has guided the Dreadnoughts to five Division II state championships, so Good on you, sir. He is Michael McHugh. Thanks for coming on. It's great to talk with you. Hey, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. All right. So on the show today, guys, Coach McHugh is going to help us preview the boys' swim season. Now, even though we are already into the season, lots of season left to go with the state championship taking place about eight weeks from now, uh, we will get into all three divisions. What are the teams looking to make major waves? We'll talk about it. But first, Poolside is presented by Lawrence Technological University. LTU offers over two dozen varsity sports. Athletic and academic scholarships are available. Recruit yourself at LTU. LTUathletics.com. Poolside Michigan is also brought to you by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. The MHSAA is looking for officials. Great part-time pay. Stay in the game. Visit MHSAA.com for details. The Michigan Army National Guard, the official military outlet of the MHSAA. The physical therapy and sports medicine pros with the Detroit Medical Center. I encourage you to check out our Game Changers segments featuring terrific training tips and how to prevent injuries. Segments debut Wednesdays across the State Champs Network, including our State Champs TV YouTube page. Please give them a like if you see them. Uh, and if you're in pain or injured for immediate care, go to dmc.org slash game changers. Okay, we have more sponsors, but let's get into some conversation first. Dexter Boys head coach Michael McHugh is joining us today, along with David Zulkevsky, of course, who's here every week as we talk about who are the power programs right now here in the 2022 season. Mike, we'll start with uh, Division One. Division One, Michael, I should say. We'll start with uh, Division One. And as far as state titles go, from a team perspective, over the last decade, Division One started with Celine dominance. Uh, four straight titles, and Brother Rice won four in a row from 2014 through 2017. Since then, Skyline, Holland West Ottawa, and last season Pioneer got back on top of the mountain for the first time since they won three of five state titles between 05 and 09. They have 16 state titles in total. Now, the defending 200 free state, uh, state champ who broke the pool record at the state finals, Matthew Seagal, has graduated. He also set the all-division, all-class finals record with a time of 53-26 in the breaststroke. As is the defending dive champ, Cole, I think it's uh, Tremowan. He's also graduated. So the 200 IM state champ, Ryan Hume is back. He was runner-up in the 500. Also also back is the third-place finisher uh, in the 500, Cameron Williston. So are the Pioneers still the cream of the crop? Yeah, I think so. Um, You know, Ryan Hume is going to be a huge huge swimmer for them this year i actually just went down to juniors recently and had some really great swims down there um i know he's trained real hard the last year since that state meet um and he's looking to to, to win a couple of events this year um cam williston actually did graduate 
Oh, he uh, did. Okay. All right. He did. Um, but they got Jack Wilkening coming back, who was the runner okay. up in the, or the third place in the hundred back. Okay. Um, they've got a trio of guys who were all state performance in, in at least one event with Alex Farmer, Robert Yang, and uh, Tidor Jaworski. Um, you know, Steph Kerska does a nice job with those guys getting them ready. And, uh, you know, they, they bring back almost double the points of anybody else from an individual standpoint. Okay. Um, you know, when I look at teams and try to size them up, I always look at individual points. Relays are going to be there for good teams. Um, so it's just, you know, where do you fare with the individual stuff? So Pioneer should be right up there at the top at the end of the year. You know, yeah, and David, you know, and David, I was going to say, you know, when you talk about Ann Arbor Pioneer, girls and boys, I mean, their history of excellence is, uh, you know, almost unprecedented. You know, the great thing about, uh, and, and I'll mention some of this later, is that, you know, the state championships, especially for, for swimming, date back to the 30s. So yeah. it's kind of cool here in the state. You can really take a, a, a respective, you know, and, and look at uh, how teams have done over the decades. Pioneer is one of these programs that uh, is always just right there in the mix. Yeah, I mean, they keep reloading year after year. You got a strong developmental program with summer club teams and middle school kids. And I mean, you, you look at, you know, what, what's right there in downtown Ann Arbor with, a, you know, some great men's and women's programs at U of M. And um, yeah, these kids, I think they just come up, you know, growing up in the pool. And uh, like we saw with the girls, you know, that you know, Michael touched, touched on a little bit is the depth. You know, you're going to get some teams that send one or two kids, but Pioneer's sending three or four per event. You know, they're scoring a couple kids, maybe top eight. They get a couple kids, nine through 16th. And that, that starts building up that, you know, the, those point totals for them and really separates them from everybody else. Coach, we're talking uh, Division One. Who else do you feel are strong contenders? You know, I was looking more at that this afternoon. And I think that battle two through six is going to be really fun to watch and see who develops there. Um, you know, you got Holland West Ottawa led by Steve Boyer. You got Celine with Todd Brunty. Uh, Northville, Macomb, Dakota, Detroit Catholic Central, all are bringing back around the same amount of points, um, and it should be it should be a battle. Um, you got great swimmers like Kevin Moss, Matt Adnan, um, who were you know state champs or runner ups, you know top three in both events um, for Holland West Ottawa and Celine. Uh, Northville's led by Leonardo Simacini, I think, who was all state in two events. Macomb Dakota is, is a newer program on the on the rise, um, and doing a great job up there is John Simone, I believe, is their head coach. Uh, so, Dave, actually, Dave Smith's over there running the show now. Okay. okay. But yeah, just to echo that real quick, Dave's a former teammate of mine from high school, and he's been oh, wow. building those kids up for a while. He's been coaching them in club, and they took over the high school team a few years ago from John. And okay. yeah, that they, they did great. You know, um, where were they at sectionals here this, this fall, you know, a few weeks back and a couple of those boys just swam lights out and they just look incredible right now. So. So should be a, should be a fun battle there two through six. Uh, yeah. And, and only, it, only get four trophies. So two of them, unfortunately, right. are going to be left out. That's right. And it's always so close, you know, at the end of Celine took third a year ago, uh, you know, that who you mentioned, Matt Adnan back. He was third in the 200 free at States runner up in the backstroke. And, uh, you know, Holland West Ottawa were the runners up uh, a year ago. Kevin Moss broke the pool record in the 50 free at a time of 2060. It's pretty quick. Uh, and they set a new D1 record in the 200 free relay with a time of 123.25. So, um, yeah, those two programs, again, Ann Arbor backyard when it comes to Celine. Uh, and yourselves uh, in that respect, yes. uh, but yep. we're talking Division One. And before we get into Division Two, I must tell you that Poolside is also brought to you by 
the Detroit Athletic Club Foundation's Male and Female Athlete of the Year Awards. Are you an elite student-athlete with good grades and represent leadership on your team and community? Uh, recent Boys Swim nominees for the Male Athlete of the Year include in 2020 Okemos diver Hunter Hollenbeck. He was the 2021 Pac-12 Freshman Diver of the Year. So congratulations to Hunter. In 2019, speaking of the Moss family, uh, Holland West Ottawa's Derek Moss uh, was a nominee uh, for the DAC Athlete of the Year Award. He's a junior at Alabama now. Derek was... he was an All-American in the 100 and 200 breaststroke in 2020 and 2021. He was an All-American in the 200 and 400 medley relay. So getting it done at the next level. Very impressive. Uh, and again, if you're listening or watching, you could be nominated, but you cannot be nominated unless you apply. So download the application at DACAthleteoftheyear.com and send it in today. And finally, our last uh, presenting sponsor, the Goodman Acker Law Firm, during the most of difficult times of your life at Goodman Acker. You work with the same attorney and team the entire length of your case. They fight for you just like they would a member of their own family. Experienced, ethical, and aggressive. Mention you heard about Goodman Acker on State Champs and they will provide you with a free assessment of your case. Goodman Acker, good decision, call 1-800-TRUSTED. And we thank all of our partners in supporting the Poolside Podcast. Okay, back to the swim talk. We talked about Division One. Let's get into Division Two. Birmingham Seaholm are the defending state champs. That was their fourth in 10 years, and they did it winning just one event, but they lost 12 seniors. Uh, Gross Point South were the runners-up last year. UD Jesuit took third, and the defending backstroke champ, I believe, Drew Collins, is back. And uh, Coach McHugh, you like both of those teams, correct? I do. I think think they're the the top two. Um, They've got a lot of returning points from both schools. Um, you know, Drew Collins, obviously defending champion, the 100 back was a top five in the 200 um, for them. For Gross Point South, you had Tucker Briggs, who was top four in two events. Uh, Kieran and Raman and Drew Vandeput were, were all states in a couple of events each. Um, I, I think the difference might be Gross Point has a diver that was that was in that top four as well. Um, I'm, uh, Logan Hepner, I believe. I, I may be I may be wrong on that, but I think that's who it was. Um, but, but U of D counters that with a couple of really impactful freshmen. Um, they got a, they got Evan Tack sitting fourth in Division Two right now in both the IM and the breaststroke. Um, and Kieran Tog, who's top 10 in both the 50 and 100 for a freshman. You know, those are usually big boy events. So having a freshman up there, um, obviously going to help your relays on both the, four, the two and 400, maybe the medley. Um, but let's not count out Skyline. They're, they're going to be right there as well, bringing back um, – a lot of non-scoring participants who can take that next step. Um, when did they come down to division? When, when did they come down to division two? I think so, three years ago. Okay. Yeah. I think the 2020 statement, they were supposed to be D2. Okay. Um, they fluctuated right there in the last couple of years. Um, but yeah, Mojo Moret over there is doing a great job with them, as is Drew Edson at U of D and, and John Foto at Gross Point South. So. Mojo's got a got quite a bit coming back with Ben Kernawanen and Evan McKelvey. Um, not quite the impact freshman that UAD has, but they can be right there at the end too. So it should be a fun battle. I think it's the one division that we just don't know what's going to happen. Um, you know, you look at D1 with Pioneer, I think pretty much everybody knows that they're probably going to walk away with the D1 title. It could be any of those three, three teams in Division Two. 
It's going to be Dave, fun to watch. And Dave, since you know it, it's in your area, uh, obviously Seaholm are the defending champs, but they've got to you know obviously build it back. They they lost a lot. See what kind of depth they have. But Groves is another program that uh, is always right there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and Seaholm's also uh, working with a brand new coach. Um, mm. You know, uh, Tom Wiley stepped away to take over a club team on the west side of the country, and in mm. steps Carl Hodgson, who just led the girls to a state title this November. Um, lot of, lot of, lot of changes over there, uh, different coaching approaches and philosophies. So, uh, you got great swimmers there. So I know those, those sea home boys are gonna do some great things, but they're, they're working with new leadership there. So it'll be interesting. And Ricky, you know, he's getting those boys grow, or excuse me, the Groves boys ready to go over there. Um, you know, they, they're, they're looking at a pretty tough meet schedule. I was just talking to him the other day. They're rolling with three meets in five days. Uh, with some of these COVID restrictions and stuff, and he can't reschedule. So they're going a Tuesday, a Thursday, and then a Saturday invite in some big-time uh, competition there. So, you know, he he definitely has some great swims. Um, you know, uh, Michael outlined some great stuff here. You know, Angus McDonald, um, he broke some pool records over at Bloomfield last year. Uh, Jackson Zako, uh, you know, outstanding sprinter in the 50 and the 100. And then, um, you know, their relays are going to be tough. And uh, they get some good freshmen on those relays as well. So you get all three of those relays scoring, and, and Groves is going to be a, a force, you know, right in there, um, you know, in the top ten. So. And Coach McHugh, your team, Dexter's in Division Two. So sure. uh, uh, Clay, it was Clayton Kennard, right? He graduated. Yeah. He won the two hundred free last year. How are your dreadnoughts looking in twenty two? We're a little younger. Uh, last year we were led by three seniors that that actually scored all of our individual points in swimming. Uh, we return a diver named uh, Cole Warren, who was third last year. Um, he, I know he's looking to take that next step and get to the top step of the podium. Uh, but we're building. We got a lot of young guys who, who I think can take that next step. We had five guys at the state meet last year that didn't score. Mm. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna try and get back in that top ten mix. Um, we're not quite there yet, but we're hoping to hoping to get there. Yeah. It's a- so competitive, no question about it. Let's move on to Division Three, fellas. Let's talk about depth. East Grand Rapids won their first title since 2013, uh, despite not winning a single event. Uh, they have 26 state titles in boys swimming, dating back 73 years, where they won every state crown in the Class BCD field from 1948 through 1962. So that's 14 straight, if you do the math, which is amazing. And you can make an argument that they you know, probably would have won if in the 2020 COVID season. I know they were very disappointed they didn't get a chance uh, to finish that out, and we all have to remember uh that season was canceled i believe if i remember right on the day of the state meet so not yep. to get off on a tangent but michael talk about just what you remember about that time how devastating that was for your team you know it was uh it was an emotional day we were traveling out to holland um on that thursday and you know i had heard some rumblings that that our school district was going to shut down for a couple weeks and I was just hoping to get to the meet and get, get something in. And as we kept getting closer, they kept making more restrictions and more restrictions. And I remember getting off the exit in Holland and, and reading a, a tweet that said the state meets have been canceled. Um, pulled up to the hotel, had my senior, one of my senior captains sitting outside, you know, crying on the bench. And uh, it was, was a hard couple hours there. Yeah. Um, thankfully, we got, a, we got a great friend out at the Hamilton School District with Eric Talsma who allowed us to get into his pool and, and put our suits on and try to go fast. 
Um, I know that we know we knew the times didn't count for anything, but you know, we made the trip, we were going to stay the night and we just wanted to give it a try. And, you know, the thing I'm most proud of from that, from that time with my guys is how they came together. Um, they spent the whole night together. We had dinner together. They, you know, they enjoyed some shamrock shakes in the hot tub, uh, and then watched the movie. So my guys came together, supported each other, um, got up, had breakfast together and then, uh, said goodbye for a while you know we didn't see each other again until summer when we when we all got together outside mm. yeah, yeah david it's, it's a crazy time i know that i'm sure you could share uh some stories as well but uh egr the favorite again this year yeah yeah you gotta think so um again they're, they're kind of like pioneer they're bringing back double what everybody else is individually um logan McCahill was third in two events last year Kenny Pontius was all state in two. Carter Kegel was all state in two. They're they're fast. They're deep. Um, they always have divers, so you know they're always going to add those bonus points there. Um, I don't think anybody can 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 catch them, but you know it's swimming. Anything can happen. Yeah, you know, and you, you look at a team like Spring Lake. They seem to be coming up the last few years. You know, Cam Peel you know, did some damage a few years ago to that 50 free record. And uh, it, it sparked some interest there, right? And, and that team continues to, to grow. I think the one thing in D3 you see a lot of is small schools that maybe you don't hear of a lot, and they're going to come with one or two athletes, maybe a good relay, and all of a sudden they're going to be in top 10. Um, you know, we, we know Hamilton's going to do some good stuff. And uh, you know, certainly Dan Hike at Milan is going to bring some great athletes at the end, but every year seems like little surprises, you know, sprinkling of a couple teams here or there, but they're fast and, and they'll do some great stuff. Yeah. Andy Dombrowski at Milan is, is he could threaten that Matt Siegel record in that breaststroke. He was right there last year with them. Um, so, so we'll see what he does. Um, but I, I really like Pinckney to come up and, and kind of get there. I think it might actually be their first top 10 in, in a long time. Wow. Um, they got Tyler Ray returning, who is the defending champ in the fly. He was runner up in the backstroke. You know, they can if they can put together a couple scoring relays, they, they can get in that top 10. And they had, a, they had quite a few guys that were at the meet that didn't score. So, you know, Merrick Dickey, one who just missed scoring in the 500, finished 17th. Uh, Tyler's little brother, Dylan, as a freshman, you know, swam the IM in all three relays. So I, I like them to kind of make that next step and get into that top 10. Yeah, absolutely. Well, as we yeah. kind of wind it down here, um, as far as, I, you know, just for those who are out there, you know, so much uncertainty, you know, kind of especially right out now out there brewing. Uh, but it looks like they're just restricting, you know, to, to family members. I know, David, we were talking a little bit before. Uh, that's kind of what's happening that you're seeing locally yeah. at least. Yeah, you know, I, we're seeing, you know, at the Bloomfield level, we found out today, I know some other schools as well, uh, restricting like four uh, spectators per athlete or maybe less. Obviously, masks are required. Uh, there's a few districts around here that, that are testing athletes every Sunday, um, you know, once a week type of thing. Um, you know, and it's the numbers are climbing and, you know, a lot, a lot of the kids are almost like a snow day waiting for yeah. virtual to roll in. But I, I know our swimmers and divers, they, and, and I think all the athletes around the state, you, you, you start calling these, you know, these virtual weeks and all of a sudden there's uncertainty with seasons. And, you know, we, we were talking about starting to look at some big meets down the road and, you know, just this week, a couple of meets got canceled. So um, I know we all want to be safe, but a lot of these kids want to get out there and compete and do some great stuff. And they've been training hard to get there. So it's, 
want to do the right stuff, but uh, you, you hate to see those meets disappear. Yeah. Yeah, we, we were supposed to go to a big uh, Spartan invite at Battle Creek Lakeview, which traditionally has had some of the top Division two teams attending. And unfortunately, it, it, the meet's still happening, but instead of having 10 teams, we're going to be four, and we're losing some really quality teams. And it's right. just, you know, people are, people are scared right now. And, you know, the numbers keep climbing. And, you know, I know we've dealt with COVID in the last couple of weeks. We've had a few kids out. And, you know, we're talking to other coaches in the state who – you know, half quarter of their team is out. So, you know, everybody's trying to make the best decisions for them. And, you know, some, some meets are canceled. Some meets are just being redone in a different way. So, you know, wish everybody healthy times and fast swims and that's right. You know, let's just get to the end of the season and get that state meet in. I don't want another 2020. <laughs> no, absolutely. No. I don't think anybody does. <laughs> no, absolutely not. I don't think it's going to happen. I think we'll uh we'll get this uh this thing figured out so the boys can play. whether whether there's people in the stands or not, you know, let them play to quote uh, bad news bears from the yep. <laughs> in breaking training movie there. So I'm dating myself. But uh all right guys, well that's our show this week. I want to thank Dexter head coach Michael McHugh for joining us. Uh thank you so much for coming on. Great conversation. Yeah, thanks for having me. I look forward to it, and uh, good luck the rest of the season with the show. All right, thank you. David and I will be back next week, and remember, you can either watch or listen to the Poolside Podcast. The video is uploaded weekly on our website, social media, and State Champs TV YouTube channel, or you can listen to the audio podcast by going to the platform of your choice, whether it's Apple or SoundCloud or Spreaker, Spotify, Stitcher, any platform you prefer. The show is uploaded uh, uploaded on Wednesday. So uh, I'm Lauren Plants for uh, David Zulkowski. We appreciate you guys so much for uh, joining us, and we'll talk next week.